Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Tech Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we are very excited to have on the Advanced Solution Engineer for Residential HVAC at Train. It is Ray Wright. Ray, first off, welcome to Taurus Tech Talk. We're excited to have you on. Thanks, Matt. Glad to be on. Today, we're going to be discussing spine fin technology, something that a lot of folks have heard about, but sometimes have a little bit of a tough time describing. Ray is definitely an expert on this, but Ray, before we get into the spine fin, can you tell folks kind of who you are and how you got to your role that you're at over at Train right now? Yeah, I've been here in uh, Train and Tyler for 14 years now, working in the Advanced Solutions Group and also Modeling Group at one point. Previous to this, I actually worked for a Train Commercial up in La Crosse, Wisconsin for nine years. Here in Tyler, we do pretty much a wide variety of work surrounding all our residential products, including spine fin, which we're here to talk about today. We are here to talk about spine fin. And when you and I were talking before the podcast here, I kind of brought up a little little anecdote of when somebody asks what spine fin is, a lot of time the answer is it's spine fin, right? Everyone knows that spine fin makes the trained American standard products, just a better product. But we kind of want to get into a little bit of the the nitty gritty, if you will, more of the details. What is some of the engineering and technology that went into the design of SpineFin that make it such a superior product? Yeah, SpineFin was actually originally developed like 60, 60 or 60 years ago, actually. And it's been evolving over the, since that time. Back in the 50s was the first invention of spine fin. You know, when we say spine fin, you know, there's a couple other competitors out there in terms of outdoor heat exchangers that people, you know, utilize and we utilize some as well. You know, the plate fin, which I think everybody's uh, familiar with in that you have actual plates that probably enhance at this point in time. Tubes are inserted through those. And then there's microchannel heat exchangers. They're used, you know, especially in automotive, but in our industry as well, to some extent. And then finally, there's spine fin, which is a very unique heat transfer surface, which Matt said it's hard to, everyone knows what it is, hard to describe, but, you know, I can take a stab at describing it. It's basically like an annular fin where you've taken your annular fin and divided it up into a number of segments and wrapped that around our tube in our our automated manufacturing process uh, here in Tyler. So it is... um, unique to us at this point. Our competitors have tried to make something similar, but they no longer try and do that because we have some unique advantages and some unique patented ideas at that time that make uh, our spine fin robust in service and, and a very good heat transfer product. I mentioned plate fin before. few advantages that spine fin has over plate fin is um, really when you talk about fins, the whole reason you're even putting fins in a heat exchanger is the fact that, you know, one side has air, one side has a refrigerant liquid or vapor or liquid and vapor, depending on what's going on in the heat exchanger. And so air does have a lower heat transfer performance compared to what's going on inside the tube. So we need to boost how much surface area we have outside the tube, hence people put fins. Fine fin allows you to have more outside surface area relative to the inside. You know, we've been making spine fin with 24 fins per inch for quite a while now. That's, again, it's an evolution spine fin has. That's evolved over time. 
was 12 at one initially, went to 20, 24, and you know, who knows what the future might hold with that. Well, if you look at plate fins from competitors, you know, they're, they're kind of limited to 21 fins per inch there, usually 20 fins per inch on that. And they can't really uh, go much past that because you start running into some of the issues with, you know, in terms of how we use our outdoor coil, you know, we've got, we saw a lot of heat pumps. And then when you talk about heat pumps, you're talking about frosting during heating operation in the winter, of course. And then, of course, the defrost process to remove that. I mean, a huge advantage that spine fin has compared to plate fin and microchannel is that we can go for many, many minutes and over an hour, actually, before you need to actually do any defrost. The nature of the spines or the spikes of fins and the number of leading edges that has relative to a plate fin or a microchannel allows that frost to accumulate further down where you don't initially you don't have problems as soon with air blockage from you know our outdoor fan trying to draw air through that as well as thermal resistance from that buildup of ice at some point. Defrost is also an advantage for spine fin relative to some of these other heat exchanger extended surfaces. And then if you just go and look anyone's outdoor product if it's sort of a top discharge kind of design with spine fin, of course, we can go 360 degrees around the compressor and, you know, other components that are inside the uh, cabinet. And as well, you know, as well fitted to a prop fan, which is, you know, the uh, type of fan technology you'd want to use in uh, kind of a di top discharge sort of a platform. So we have that advantage relative to 360 degrees of coil, prop fan, mating up with a prop fan, and of course, we, we make spine fin in both a, kind of a shaped coil that's not really round, but with some angles around it, such that we get a little more surface area in there, a little more number of wraps. And again, back to my evolution thing, you know, I've gone from just a single row of spine fin to two rows. And you know, not that long ago, we went to this compact weave, which is two rows, but in kind of an advantageous configuration. So, you know, we have all that kind of capability that a uh, little bit more expensive and harder to do for a plate fin. You know, another thing about spine fin is if anyone's seen the manufacturing process uh, here in Tyler, see, it's very automated. We don't have to go through all the process of taking those tubes and lacing them through the uh, plate fin bundle. We don't have as many uh, braze joints. Of course, with a plate fin, You've got braze joints at every uh, U-bend turn, every night, every 180-degree turn. We have one-third fewer braze joints in a spine fin coil compared to a uh, competitive or a plate fin do, trying to do the same job. And the other thing with spine fin versus plate fin is um, tube expansion. For plate fin, you do have to expand that tube into the fin pack, into the uh, fin collar, such that you get good uh, thermal contact. We don't have to do that. Via our wrapping process of the fin around the tube and the adhesive that is applied to that tube in, you know, as part of the whole process, we get good thermal contact without uh, having to go back later and try and, you know, expand tube into the fin, make good contact. You know, some of the, you know, that in itself, it's another process you have to do, another opportunity to introduce um, some issues, you know, and one thing you, 
you do, you know, you introduce you deform fins. We don't need to worry about the internal fin, I mean. So we get around some of those issues with spine fin. You know, back to some other advantages is, you know, durability and corrosion resistance. Spine fin tends to do better than these um, plate fins for, you know, a couple of reasons. Most of the people making outdoor plate fin coils, you know, they're still using copper tube. Uh, so I'm sure everyone's sort of heard of galvanic corrosion, which when you have two dissimilar metals, there's actually electric uh, potential that you generate there, voltage potential. And if it's exposed to any uh, water or especially a salt water kind of environment, essentially you're making a little battery where your anode is the aluminum fin and it's going to basically disappear on you during the corrosion process. We are all aluminum and have been since you know, basically the 70s, transition to all aluminum spine fin. So we're able to minimize, you know, the, the, the voltage potential, the galvanic potential there, you know, and minimize anything going on with galvanic corrosion. In addition to galvanic corrosion concerns, there's also uh, another mode of corrosion is crevice corrosion. And I, I've already mentioned the fact that you're on plate fin coils, you're stacking up fins, inserting tubes through them, then expanding the tube. So you, you're literally introducing a, a crevice wherever those fins are, you know, touching each other and, you know, getting stacked up next to each other. Spine fin doesn't have that issue due to that process where we have an adhesive applied to the tube, then you're wrapping the fin. So the adhesive actually kind of protects, fills in some of these crevices that might exist. And, you know, it just leads to a uh, situation with a fin the tube bond where there's no small cavities, you know, or crevices where the uh, water, salt water, or any other sort of corrosive fluid, water type fluid situation can, you know, build up in there and just start leading to, you know, deterioration of the, you know, the base metals there. Ray's giving you the really in-depth information. This is the information if you want to give, you know, the Reader's Digest version, but make sure that your guys, you know, your technicians, your installers, and anyone in your business understands what all of this is. And, and Ray's giving you the full details here so that you can better describe it and you can differentiate yourself from your competitors who more than likely are all using equipment with plate fins in it. And Ray's gone over really well what the disadvantages of plate fin is and the advantages of spine fin over that and why Train Technologies produces such a superior product. In addition to um, performance in frosting and defrosting heat pump situations, another advantage of spine fin coil is its relation to dirt accumulation and fouling. You know, it's been proven, you know, both in our own labs here as well as by external labs, that uh, the spine fin is very tolerant to dirt and fouling, grass clippings, all that other sort of things, much more so than a plate fin and, you know, definitely a micro channel. You can clean your coil less often because it can, you're not going to see much of an effect for, you know, a while before you, you do have to clean it at some point. It's just one more piece to show the advantages of using spine fin over something like a plate fin or a micro channel. Just another piece of information that you can use when you're out there trying to sell, whether it be trainer American standard to sell these ACs and these heat pumps and differentiate yourself that you're selling the premium product to the homeowners out there. We want to thank Ray for coming on. This information has been incredible. You know, you can, you can try to 
read up on Spinefin all you want, but you're not going to get any better information than what Ray just gave you. So we want to thank him again for coming on. It was great to have him on. We want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. You know, at this point, if you're looking for a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Tech Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk. And catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcasts. Want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.